Welcome to the Voice of V podcast. This is V, your host. I'm a motivational speaker, a podcaster, an emotional gangster, and a spiritual thug. I created this podcast to share my emotional healing journey so that others could be motivated to go from being victims of circumstance and becoming a badass that has overcome. These are my stories. These are your stories. These are our stories. So join me on this journey as we take back our peace and begin to create a new way of thinking and a new way of life. Hola, hola, mi gente. It's your girl V with another episode. It will be Monday after Easter Sunday, so you are probably hungover and tired. So I feel for you, but I'm going to continue to entertain you with today. So I have a very special guest that is returning with us and is going to share a lot of good information because I have some good questions for her. So let's welcome Miss Andrea from The Whole Story. Hola, 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 colas. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, I have to say, um, yeah, I loved your intro there. Thank you. Like, very seriously, much. I did. A Thank lot. you. That was, that was pretty dope. I worked on it. I had been wanting to, mm-hmm. and I just never made the time and actually made time and worked that's on it. That's pretty dope. So I'm like, I need to come up with one. So yes. that's pretty dope. We'll that do is, it. Yes, We're definitely. Yes. do it. And then, too, that reminds me, um, I know I have, um, I keep saying I'm going to do that class, do that class. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm going to break it up into two because um, I know some people want to learn how to use the equipment, mm-hmm. but not everybody has it. Yeah. So I think I'm going to do one where it's like the um, how to come up with your content, mm-hmm. you know, and prepare for it because we like it to be organic. We don't want to like follow a script a script Mm -hmm. but you have to have some kind of guidance and direction and where you're going so that you can get your message out there yeah because if not you end up everywhere yes i know and i have done that before same where it's like i talk about everything except what i wanted to talk about (laughs) i have like mind diarrhea (laughs) (laughs) yeah seriously like for real and my mind just goes everywhere i'm like squirrel like and then i i want to give them like i'll go from boundaries to putting your foot down to rising up and the bounce back and taking an l and you know all in defending one defending yourself yeah you know punch them in the throat you know and it's like geez pick one thing focus on it so um andrea how have you been 
I've been good. I've been good. Yeah. Anything um, new? Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, yes. Yes. Actually, I guess I'll announce it here because I know a lot of people that listen to your podcast mm-hmm. listen to mine. So, yes, I actually started a new job. Yay. So, yay. Good job. So, I've been really busy. So, yeah. So, bear with me, people. But, yes, I've been extremely busy mm-hmm. with that and the podcast. And then my daughter's moving, too. So, mm-hmm. just a lot. A That's lot. a lot. Yeah. But it's nothing bad. It's, you know, we want them <clears> to move with the podcast. It's all good things. <laughs> yeah. It's all good things. <laughs> it like, is. It is. Definitely. They're good stressors and there are bad stressors but even um when they're good it still can feel overwhelming oh yeah you know Mm -hmm. it's just a lot to adjust to yeah but congratulations thank you thank you i'm so glad because i knew you weren't really happy with the last one i remember discussing that with Mm -hmm. you so Shout out to V. She was the only person that reached Aww. out to me. Not even my mom. Oh, <laughs> mom. But no, shout out to her for being a cool ass person and, you I know, try. asking me how my first day was. That's a big thing, honestly. It, it is. is. Yeah. It really is. No, you're right. It With is. the exception of the kids. But, you know, mm-hmm. they were all supportive as well. Yeah. I'm learning from my other friends that are like that. You know what I mean? They're yeah. considerate of, of those kinds of things. And, yeah. Um, I know when I started, like, it was funny, like, when I started my new, like, okay, it was the same position, mm-hmm. but I went from being a contractor to a GS employee. Yeah. And I had some friends tell me, like, good luck on your first day, you know, even though it was the same thing. Yeah, still. But still, just hearing that, mm-hmm. it was like, oh, thanks, you guys thought about me. Right, that's exactly what I thought. Because <laughs> it feels like the first day of school. It does. I always say that. I'm, yeah. It's a little, it's it's a little different now because it's work from home, so it's uh-huh. remote, but it still feels like, I wasn't yeah. as nervous but my first day anywhere always feels like the first mm-hmm. day of school you right, know what i mean right. exactly like oh i'm a little nervous <laughs> but um it's a little easier when it's work from mm-hmm. home but still nonetheless you stressed out about it am yeah. i the only one that's this part's not working on my equipment <laughs> and you know i can't get into this system yeah. and of course you never are the only ones so, right but, but still yeah it is very nervous. yes it is definitely because um you're gonna work with new group of people mm-hmm. even though it's online and then everybody's system is different yes you know so you have mm-hmm. to learn all of that so yep. yeah it can be nerve-wracking but you're doing great i'm so glad thank you thank so you how's it going you. oh but you're still getting through the yeah onboarding yes. process right yeah okay so which is it's actually gonna- yeah it's actually the exact same thing i was doing so mm-hmm. a lot of it is very like it's just a refresher for me mm-hmm. i was lucky to so it's kind of like boring because I'm like, gotcha. I know this, but yeah. I still listen because it's still different. You right. know what I mean? Everybody so, has their own different yes. little mm-hmm. ways of doing things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's cool. But yeah, other than that, it's pretty dope. Pretty that's dope. good. That's good. You'll do great. So Thank you. I <laughs> will have to get a um, follow up on that. <laughs> yes. So I am going to start off with a little icebreaker, even though you've been on the show before and, you know, we're pretty comfortable um, with each other. But I, I just like, I think it's been fun. Yes. Yes. I love like new questions. (laughs) (laughs) So I had some really funny ones um, for the, the last episode. And it was questions like, if you were, if you could be any vegetable or fruit, what would you be? Blah, blah, blah. And it was just ridiculous, the stuff that came up. But, like, of course, me, I had to be crazy me. And <laughs> yeah. Some of those questions are actually pretty legit because you get to know. <laughs> oh, God. People's crazy. <laughs> yeah. But I guess I'm pretty crazy. I think, I think I got, like, um, 
eggplant on the head. <laughs> eggplant on the mind. Eggplant on the head is definitely that as well. <laughs> and I'll just leave it at that because, <laughs> you know, we can go, mm, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, but with you, I'm going to do okay. would you rather questions. Okay, okay. Okay. All right. I'm first ready. one. Okay, okay. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. They're like ridiculous. That's right. Go for it. Okay. I'm ridiculous. <laughs> I'm okay. the question. Are All you? right. Okay, go. Would you rather find a rat in your kitchen or a roach in your bed? <laughs> Look at oh. her. Oh, if y'all can see her face. <laughs> Rat. A rat in my kitchen because I could not do no. a, fu- a fucking roach. I, no. <laughs> if I did a roach in my bed, I would be oh. OCD all night oh thinking that God. something was crawling on yeah. me the whole. I couldn't sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Not even. Rats no. are big though. They're kind of creepy. <laughs> but you're right because you can set up. But it's not touching. Them. <laughs> yes. I'm with you. <laughs> I'd rather have the rat in the kitchen. <laughs> I can fix that, but yes. a, but a roach in my bed. I mean, I can fix that too. But I'm gonna jump out of it. Right, yes. you're right. True, and and all but I can still. think of is those big roaches, the flying ones. Oh God, that's like the only thing I can think of because you'll get an occasional one of those. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when it rains, and yeah, stuff, you know yeah, the yeah, big yeah. ones. Mm-hmm. But the flying ones, I feel like they like are coming after you. I think they are. <laughs> right? I'm That's have their to look defense that mechanism. Bastards. I don't know. I don't know if it's true, but they scare me. I mean, I'll kill them. I'll kill them too, but yeah. I'm the same way. Like I'll I'll be like, ah! <laughs> I you know, and then squashing them is like, <laughs> oh, oh god, it's like, <laughs> the <yeah>. texture. Yes. <laughs> yes, I'll do it, but damn, I feel it. You know, but I remember like my okay so my baby daddy he was afraid of roaches and we're talking about like, this macho man like, yeah he ain't scared of nothing but let a flying roach come uh, oh terrifying. my he would run run <laughs> he would run he'd be like forget the family i'm out of here <laughs> fuck y'all exactly he would just run he would take off okay bye <laughs> he was gone oh, bye. <laughs> All right, here's another one. Okay. Since you like to lick things, eh. you're not going to want this. Would you rather lick a dirty trash can or lick the bathroom floor? Jeez. (laughs) I would do the bathroom floor because I know that I can clean it. I can't do a dirty trash can because I, I don't know who's yeah. trash. Who's trash can? Mine or see that's know? the thing. Like if it was my trash can, my bathroom floor. Uh, I I mean I'm a woman, so I don't pee. Mm-hmm. Exactly. On the floor, we don't have to worry about that. Mm-hmm. You know. I mean they're both gross, but damn, I, I can't. I don't think I could lick the tra- a dirty trash can. A dirty trash can, no. I'm gonna have to go with the floor. That's a tough one. It is. I'd rather not lick either one, but me either. The I'm gonna sink? go with the floor. <laughs> right. Even then. Right at the faucet. I'm just kidding. Even then. Yeah. Even yeah. then. Um. What about? Yeah. Because if you see, if you were to say like a men's bathroom floor or even, oh no, no, even a women's, but I think the floor of the men's is probably worse. Maybe. Yeah. I w- it's. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Let's move on. Okay. <laughs> okay. Would you rather be able to read minds or predict the future? Honestly, yes. I, I've thought about this because I, I think okay, I've asked this. Look at her. I would rather read minds. Really? 
I don't want to know about the future because then I'm going to know how everybody's going to die. Oh, God. <laughs> that's what you think of. Yeah, it starts to get morbid. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's another approach. I didn't think about that. And so, I'm telling you, I can get morbid. Clearly. Uh, so, <laughs> that's what I would think of. Like, I don't want to know okay. how my family or friends are going to pass right. away. Or, I want to enjoy the moment. See? So I would rather be able to read minds <laughs> that way. Maybe I could get more of an advantage on some mm-hmm. things, you yeah. know. And then also an advantage in a positive way and maybe an advantage right. in a negative way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but so I could know what you're thinking That's maybe true. that you don't want to say right maybe not necessarily that it's bad but you know it could fix things if you just communicate Seriously. what's on your brain and yeah. if i could read all, to get inside and that's a really good question <laughs> to get inside <laughs> the mind of somebody is like oh that's that's a one of these psychiatrists dream you know yeah. what i'm saying so yeah, yeah, yeah to read minds would definitely be my answer all right, all right. I, I totally see your point. I might be sold on it because of, like, what you said, having that advantage. Mm-hmm. But I felt like I would go more with predicting the future. Okay. You know, I'm nice to people mm-hmm. and stuff. So if I can predict the future and I was able to see that they're assholes or they're going to steal my husband. Uh, I <laughs> you see, you got your reasons. I got mine. <laughs> <laughs> or, or like even a guy would be like, oh, he's just going to like. Do something. Yeah, he's yeah. going to cheat uh-huh. on you anyway. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, well, we'll just. Well, I automatically here. assume that. So. <laughs> All right. <I'll> <laughs> yeah. Trigger. There we go. Yo. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Damn it. <laughs> okay this one let's see oh my gosh there's one in here that i already know your answer i mean don't know your answer but, but i idea. know you have experienced it okay but let me wait okay would you rather have someone see all the photos in your phone or read all your text messages oh that's a good one <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh yeah, Who's the someone? Mm-hmm. <laughs> in general, okay, in general, okay, 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 okay. In general, ma'am. That's one, a good one. That's one, a good one. one. <laughs> that's a tough mm-hmm. one, huh? You got to think about it. Nothing towards like friends. <laughs> I'm talking about the other way. <laughs> you know what? F it. I would have people. Does that include my videos? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Well. I mean, I would think so. You know what? Yeah, I'd rather somebody see all the photos of my phone than read my text message. And I'm I'm only going to speak on it once because mm-hmm. my pride would be hurt if anybody read some of my text messages. You know what? <laughs> really? Miss, yeah. Miss Hardcore. Yes, that's here. right. That's Damn, right. me too. Right? They've been like... I bet you were re- you were texting him like right, that. Exactly. Like I remember when I used to be the one like right. ignoring, and now I'm now I'm like, yeah. why hey, would you reply to me right. in three days? I, I'm just checking. Like, are my are my messages getting through? Right. Is this just a test? Just a test. I didn't pay my bill for one day, but I just want you to know I did, so it's back on. So if I missed any text, you know what I. <laughs> Yeah. See, that would be me. I, I, I think that it'll be safer if y'all see my photos. Mm-hmm. And um, 
Hey, you know what? They look good. Okay, there's that's some. What that's what I said. Yeah, there's some photos. It's like, okay, girl, but yeah. I just would risk it off for yes. that. And then yes, then my text see. messages because there are some where I have talked so much. Same. Shit, mm-hmm. So much. Same. Because I, I told like there's a there's a group text that we have me and a few of my girlfriends. Mm-hmm. And I told him, bitch, if I die, <laughs> delete our group message. <laughs> delete it. Because <laughs> a lot of people are going to be like, that bitch, that's how she really felt about me. Right, exactly. <laughs> and then they'll see how petty I really am. And then they'll see the passive aggressive. Same thing. It wouldn't just be the, 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 the sensitive side. But it would uh-huh. be the petty side of me oh, as yeah. well. Yeah, totally. Like, if you piss me off, I talk shit about you. I don't care. Yeah. I did. I did it. I admit it now. I did it. That was a good question, yo. That is a good question. I was like, dang. Okay, so this one. Okay. Would you rather walk in on your parents or have them walk in on you? (laughs) Well, from experience. Exactly. See, I listen to her podcast. From experience. (laughs) I would rather walk in on my parents because I... Well, it depends. Because she's a freak. Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> my dad, I don't think, would care. As weird as that sounds. As weird as yeah. that sounds. It would be my mom. Because she's so I, conservative. Exactly. Yeah. That I'd be more afraid. You know, it's funny that you asked that. And I should have <laughs> talked about that in the episode we just did. But yeah. my mom still thinks that porn is only made in California. Oh, okay. <laughs> she's never heard of home videos and stuff. No. Alrighty. She doesn't know that you have some porn videos. No. Okay. All That's right. why I said it. She where's your mom hiding because even my mom my mom's crazy so yeah she well it's just yeah like i said because she wasn't as open about it you know we i tried to have this debate with her like i was i tried to tell her like yeah. i didn't tell her it was me but i was like no mom people do amateur stuff and she was like Oh, nobody's gonna watch that stuff i'm like well there's a whole website there's yeah, whole many website. dedicated and to you them. will get paid mom. yes but you know um mm-hmm. so yeah i think i'd rather keep it the way it was yeah um as weird as that may sound yeah. yeah yeah okay so to clarify she actually walked in on her parents multiple times so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. buddy. <laughs> well, wh- which one would you rather if you know what i i i i wouldn't want either one <laughs> i wish that evil anybody ricky bobby <laughs> I, I would need to go to like therapy or something okay yes. look i heard my grandma having sex okay that was traumatizing enough um if she imagine walking oh god I but what if she walked in on you I think I would rather her walk in on me. Her walk in on you. Okay. <laughs> I think okay. So. okay. But I guess it it's, it would be different for me, like, because, okay, so my grandma raised me, right? So she's like my mom. And, and yeah. I had my step-grandpa that was like my dad, pretty much. I wouldn't want him to walk in on me. Yeah. And then, honestly, one time, mm-hmm. I didn't walk in on them doing this deed. Mm-hmm. But I walked into the room, and they were both asleep naked. And so I was like, ew, just I just saw them <laughs> naked. I was like, ew, they gross. They just finished, yeah. I was traumatized. They didn't even know. Yeah, they were exhausted. They, that must have been some good sex. <laughs> they, were, they didn't even hear me. They were knocked out. So, yeah, I need therapy again. I 
I'm, yeah. I'm like twitching. I'm triggering. I'm triggering. <laughs> you can't be. It, it is triggering. <laughs> okay. Um, last one. Okay. Would you rather love and lose or never love at all? Oh, that's a good one. All right. Honestly, as hardcore as I am. Mm-hmm. I would have rather loved than lost mm-hmm. than never loved at all because at least I know I have feelings. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, I would have rather loved than lo- and loved and lost than never have loved at all. Me too. I agree with you on that. Mm-hmm. I'm good with that. And now, now we can get into our topic. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I am triggered. So guess what? I'm loading up my gun. Oh, that was a good one. <laughs> okay, so um, at least I warned you. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, actually, we recorded about triggers. Oh, yes. And the files were lost. And, uh, yes. Yeah, so, but I have different questions because I don't want it, to, you know, like, it yeah, would be you want so to be weird. authentic. Yeah, I get All what right. you mean. It's happened to me before. So, we're going to talk about triggers because I feel like. Um, even last week's um, episode and then just talking about like shame and accountability mm-hmm. and all that stuff and victim mentality and all that um, there's also that part where people act a certain way or you don't understand their behavior and it has to do with triggers that yeah. they're triggered and um, I actually was listening to this other podcast I, I listened to it today mm-hmm. And it was cool because he touched on triggers a little bit. Um, so I guess I'll shout out um, if this mic could talk podcast. Oh. So D Jones and Beacon, they had me as a guest like a while back. Awesome. So they do live um, podcasts and they put it like they're on YouTube and whatnot. Okay. So he also has a segment. D Jones has a segment called Chitty Chat. Mm-hmm. And they talk about different topics and stuff. And he ha- actually happened to talk about triggers. Mm-hmm. And he would t- he took it to a level of talking about um, dating. Yeah. And if you're still triggered or you haven't healed mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah. So I was like, all right, that's cool. Cause like, and I told him I was like, hey, I'm gonna I'm recording I'm, about yeah. triggers. I mean, I had recorded about yeah. triggers, but I gotta record again. You gotta do it again. Yeah. You know, but he didn't. He. I mean, there were some good responses, and he had. He, I like what he did he had people like he goes on live and if people want to participate in mm-hmm. the conversation he'll call them and they're oh, and you can actually dope. hear them yeah. you know and they're having that conversation and sometimes people don't agree with his view mm-hmm. which makes it even more cool because they can have that healthy debate yes. yeah so i love it so shout out to them <laughs> shout out um because i've been also you know just watching how they do stuff and mm-hmm. learning little things here and there so i i still do still want to address triggers and um i want to get of course a woman's perspective on triggers and then hopefully i get to do man's triggers you know because we're different creatures yes and we mm-hmm. go through different things and i know we're more emotional creatures however i feel like that doesn't mean men don't have emotions. Mm-hmm. They don't have feelings and triggers. So 
women? Do they? I'm just kidding. No, they do. They do. They do. <laughs> the ones that have healed. <laughs> <laughs> no, even the ones that haven't, they just are not vocal on it. Right. They, like I was just talking to you right now. Evidently, somebody's triggered by the courtroom. <laughs> you yeah, know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah, yeah, You see yeah. what I'm saying? Like it's different I, things. You yeah. see what I'm saying? It's different things. Like somebody that doesn't open up about anything is all of a right. sudden facing this court thing mm-hmm. where they were an ex-criminal and now they're very vocal about, oh my God, I get to walk out of it. It's, a, yeah. it's obviously a trigger. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> what um, what does a trigger mean to you? Like when you when you hear the word trigger, what do you think? And not like pull the trigger. But. No, <laughs> no, I actually don't think of that right away. As much as you would think I would. Uh, no, I think of something that makes me. <clears throat> I mean, it takes me back to what my bothers quote unquote me what mm-hmm. got me to go to counseling in the first place gotcha. <laughs> you yeah, know what i'm right. saying oh, uh, yeah yeah things like are things that yeah what got me to go to counseling mm-hmm. in the first place uh mm-hmm. since like you said we talked about this last time this is something i didn't mention um and it actually happened the previous weekend so a trigger and as we were talking about it in my podcast um a trigger for me like for instance when i was growing up <clears throat> I was never told by my mother that I was beautiful, that I was, it was always because I developed earlier and Mm -hmm. then I have a butt, you know, I was told like, you're fat by my mom. Yeah. No, it was different times for us. Yeah. It was different times. It really was. Yeah. You know, so, uh, and of course I didn't make, at the time it made me insecure. And and the funny part is I had everybody else around me telling me what, how beautiful I was Mm. and that I had that don't worry you're developed but you have such a beautiful body and when I wasn't fat I thought I was and I didn't the only person telling me I was was my mother Mm -hmm. so which that it has a huge impact on yeah it does it's It's your it's mom exactly especially when your mom's not a negligent mother you Mm -hmm. know she and does she have a different body type than you a little she didn't have a butt but she always we got her boobs from my mom's side and our butt from my dad's you know so she was skinny all her life you know what i mean like skinny skinny you know until of course her and my dad divorced but having said all that she and my grandma would always tell me how fat i was so Mm -hmm. i kind of just i i learned later on you know i i'm you know i'm beautiful the way i am right you know i was never not confident except for the time when i hit puberty but Mm -hmm. other than that whatever so I actually went to her house a cup not last week and the weekend before mm-hmm. and she had made a comment about my weight and that triggered me. Oh. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, That's what I'm yeah. It triggered me right. because even though I've gotten the counseling, even it still took me back to a place where oh my god like right this is my childhood all over again mm-hmm. like didn't i tell you about my boundaries <laughs> right <laughs> you know what yeah, i'm saying yeah. like and yes you know how our old school parents or whatnot are like right. get over it get over it you know and it's like but you have to understand just like you said it affected me growing up right you know um this whole time, I thought I was so fat. I was uh-huh. just talking to my daughter about this. Yeah. And then I go back and look at pictures, and I'm like, what yeah. I would do to have that body <laughs> No <again?"> kidding. <laughs> I feel you on that. I totally feel you on that. And the whole time, I just I was so mm-hmm. fat and ugly. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, yeah, that's definitely a trigger 
that's one of my many triggers. But for example, that's something that triggered me. Right. You know, it, 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 and then of course I got in my whole fight or flight. Mm-hmm. That time I, it's not necessarily that I fought, but I told her, you know what? I love myself. <laughs> Right. And I'm still, I'm not, I'm going to be mm-hmm. as less explicit as I can here. Right. And I'm still effing and effing. <laughs> so <laughs> apparently I'm not the only one that thinks I look good. I probably could hit the gym. Don't get me wrong. I know I need to hit the gym. <laughs> but it isn't to the point where it's disgusting like you right, make it out to right. be. So yeah. that was my response back. Wow. Like, you know, like I love me. My kids love me. Right. Um, and that's good you have that yes, self-acceptance yeah. that's, mm-hmm. that's important but like growing up I can see how that can really affect you um, because I, I've shared before where I had the same problem I had a big butt mm-hmm. didn't have big boobs but I had a big butt Yeah, and I was a tomboy and my cousins my sister everybody had the tiny little skinny bodies mm-hmm. and I've always had like a husky you know yeah. bigger body it's not even a, I don't even say it's a, you had to have a voluptuous body you had a curvy body and that's not even a bad thing body. no you but, know but us growing up it was yeah it was yeah like, you're right you're like right. I tell people like y- y'all are paying for big booties and y'all love big booties but me we growing up for we it. got yeah. teased for having big but yeah. don't don't uh-huh. so yeah like, you're right you know and right. now it's like everybody I even got teased for having big teeth and now it's like people are paying for veneers. I was going to say, people are paying for your teeth. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, so it's Dominican crazy. Republic. You know? and, yes. <laughs> so it's just so different how the different, mm-hmm. the way um, we were expected to look when we were younger. Because yeah. it, it was the skinny woman mm-hmm. and it was the big boobs. And I don't even know if it was big boobs, but it was having a dainty little body. Yes, it's that and, little stick figure yes. of... Yeah, Mm -hmm. because I had a friend that was like that, and I was, back then in middle school, a fat friend, but I wasn't Mm -hmm. even fat, you know? (laughs) (laughs) But Catholic school boys are, y'all all can go to hell. All of you, all of you, because that's how they are. But then when you get to the public school boys, uh-huh. that's a totally different story. <laughs> because they're not spoiled brats, exactly. Like the ones yeah, in and they're not school. raised like you said. Right. With that you have to marry somebody like you said, mm-hmm. like a stick figure, and but she still right. has to have some sort of shape to her. Like, yeah, right. That's exactly how it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I see, girl. I see. <laughs> so, <laughs> so of course, um, that that's kind of like i guess it would be an internal and an external trigger like your mom is an external trigger to mm-hmm. somebody and especially comments when she makes comments like that that would really bother you i'm trying to think like if there are any comments that like really bother me i think it's more for me like uh touch is a trigger yeah yeah what mm-hmm. exactly if i'm not comfortable enough with you like even for your arms to rub against mine it yeah. just like I don't know. It triggers me. I'm like, really? Uh, why? Are you <laughs> hey, yeah, you know? yeah. But it, it's it's crazy because I don't know. I'm just the thing is like I love hugs. Yeah, I love hugs, but only from people that I want them from. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, not just yeah. some random stranger. Yeah, yeah. I get what you mean. I get what you mean. You know? Some random person. So yeah. I get like, and I don't know if it's maybe because of when I was a kid. Um, I did get molested as a kid. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to t- 
to touch like i love touch it's very intimate for me and and i get comfort from hugs mm-hmm. but when it's somebody i don't know or don't feel safe with then it becomes the opposite of that it becomes yeah. more of a a danger red flags go up yeah <laughs> yeah up, and then i'm like back it up back it up you know so um so yeah it's uh, triggers anything that um causes you to causes you to feel uncomfortable and feel uneasy and like you said takes you back to a moment mm-hmm. that caused you some sort of trauma some sort of pain right i got many yeah. <laughs> i know right like <laughs> where do we begin <laughs> do, do you have like a memory of a moment that caused you to feel like pain sadness or loneliness like whenever you think about that one thing all it brings is like sadness or loneliness fear yeah I mean, there's just so many that, emotions yeah, that trigger brings. that and then so i think another one that i had talked about when we tried to record last time that's big for me uh-huh. is um i it triggers me when i feel like in and this is specific any mm-hmm. type of man is condescending mm-hmm. or yeah tries to make me feel like um stupid or you know what i mean yes. because that's how my ex was that takes me back so i always tell people <clears throat> I'm a very optimistic person. No matter what I've been through uh-huh. and all, right. I stayed that way even when I divorced, even when I lost mm-hmm. my brother. However, there was this one time in my life, in my once upon a time life mm-hmm. at that, where I was in a really dark place. And that was one of the things that happened was I got treated like I was stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Very much so. So when that happens, that takes me back to a sad god i can't even think about a sad mm-hmm. dark place that yeah. it's just like <clears throat> i don't want to go there right. again but yeah, it, yeah. but it happens yeah. you know um and i know how to deal with it yeah uh but that's one of the things that takes me back is how I, you were treated exactly by, by, in yeah, that relationship in that relationship and yeah. if any man even does that mm-hmm. <clears throat> if i really really like you i'll give you a strike one and i'll have a conversation with you as right. well if i don't I'm just going to cut it off because I'm triggered and I'm not going to put up with that. And I, even if you didn't mean anything by it, (laughs) even if you didn't know, like, I don't care. I don't care. Um, But that's why you have the conversation. Yes. Because you're really into, you're you're actually into If I'm really into them, yeah, then I'll have a conversation and tell Mm -hmm. them, look, this is what triggers me. This Mm -hmm. is why it triggers me. Mm -hmm. Um, And if it happens again, it's not going to happen a third time, you know, so. Yeah. And then I think it's important to, if, if um if they like you too and they have that respect for you mm-hmm. and they really are interested in you like we're not looking to fix each other yeah. but we can be there for each other mm-hmm. because everyone has their own process like, yeah i feel like if you continue to heal then that trigger will not be as bad mm-hmm. you know yeah <clears throat> but if you decide to not heal and it's like this triggers me and you don't try to get to the root of it it can actually like cause damage to relationships mm-hmm. and even cause you to get into an even worse place, you know? Oh yeah. So I get you on that because if any man tries to talk down to me, or honestly, it doesn't even have to be a man. Anybody in general, Anybody. yeah. Mm-hmm. Or if they say dumb to me, mm-hmm. like I just I don't like it. Like if you're kidding, you're like, oh, you're so stupid, you know. But if he tries to like like you said be condescending mm-hmm. or talk down to me it it triggers me and i realize like my ex used to do that to me yeah like i would 
I'm the type of person that I like to understand. And if I don't understand what you're trying to communicate with me, maybe I am the one that needs a different explanation. Maybe I'm the one that needs you to reword what you're trying to express. Mm -hmm. But that's not a reason for you to look at me and think that I'm dumb. Yeah. And maybe you suck at communication. Yes. So I am asking questions to make sure that I'm understanding Mm -hmm. what you say before this happens. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly, though. At least you're trying. Yeah. And he he couldn't understand that I would tell him sometimes, especially like it was a, a tough situation. And he would get me to this point where I felt out of control. I felt panic. Because he was probably panicking, yeah, you know. I like, felt like I gotta answer him. I gotta yeah, answer him yes, now. Yes. I felt so panicked by him, and then he would look at me like, "Well, are you stupid or something? You don't understand what I'm saying." And it would get me because I remember being a kid. My my grandmother would sometimes tell us that like, "Eres pendeja, okay? Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Calling you stupid." And when you're a kid, that's the last thing you want to mm-hmm. hear is that you're stupid. And a lot of times, it wasn't that that I was stupid as a kid. Um, that's when I learned to like I lost my voice I told people like that's why I named my podcast voice of me because I got my voice back yeah but as a kid I lost my voice yeah because I wasn't heard I wasn't listened to yeah and so sometimes I wouldn't speak up because I was like I'm just gonna get in trouble or they're not gonna listen to me yeah and they would be like well are you dumb answer the question when I was a kid but it was just like I don't want to get in trouble yeah and so then being in a relationship like that I've never been with a man that treated me like I was an idiot. Never. Yeah. That was the first time that I yeah. had ever been mm-hmm. with somebody that actually, you know, talked down to me like that. Yeah. Because even with my baby daddy, we went through our stuff, whatever. But he never talked down to me like yeah. that. He never did. He always respected my intellect. He always, That's you good. know, respected mm-hmm. me as a person. Except for the cheating. But other than that... <laughs> about the cheating and but the emotional damage though he Mm -hmm. wasn't trying to damage me in that sense or hurt me in that in that part yeah Yeah. um and 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 he respected the strong woman that i you know that i am yeah but in my second one in retrospect i feel like his insecurities were intimidated by my strength yeah when we were a team like bro my strength is your strength like where you're weak i'll be strong and where i'm weak you'll be strong Mm -hmm. but he was you know instead of building me up he was like chipping away at my confidence yeah you know so um yeah that triggers me it like it goes back to from being that a kid time, yeah but honestly kid, yeah. i was okay but then it's like now that i went through it with some an, as an adult it really like i really had to go to counseling and, and yes. deal with it mm-hmm. you know but like now like if like i have no problem saying like okay hold on i want to make sure i'm understanding what you're same. saying i'm you the know? same way i will speak up and i'll ask if i don't understand like right. i'll even tell them look I'm a smart woman. Like, I'm very um, defensive. You know yes. what I mean? Like, I'm a smart woman. It's just because I was raised different. <laughs> right. I'm a little no. naive to things. Mm-hmm. And I just, you. all you got to tell me is one, maybe two times, and I'll get it. And if and if I don't understand, I'm gonna ask. Just like you said, I'm yeah. gonna speak up and say, "Look, it's I'm not." And I always enforce it. And I'll have men that'll be like, "But I'm not treating you like I'm stupid, like you're." And they're not. Right. But it's the defense mechanism of, "Look, let's get this straight. I'm not. I'm a very educated woman." Right. Yeah. Um. 
So don't treat me like I'm stupid. <laughs> Damn it. Have you seen my GPA? <laughs> Bastard. But, uh, yeah. That's, that's, that's yeah, yeah. That's how I was. But you're just from, like, a childhood. So. Yeah. My school yeah. childhood. Yeah. And so, um, like, now, I have noticed, like, if a... I haven't really had... Okay, wait, wait, wait. Let me back up. I did get triggered one night. I was out with friends and saw this guy um, that I thought, you know, were cool, whatever. And he just, like, acted out. And it was just like, what the hell just happened? Yeah. You know? And I just saw, like, his behavior and stuff. Like, he was trying to make me out to be someone that I'm not. Mm -hmm. And trying to make me look like bad and and look like i was like a guilt trip yes Mm -hmm. and i was like what the hell but but it triggered me because then i was like uh what am i dealing with my ex again you know because he would do stuff like that yeah but to me it it made me feel bad but at the same time it 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 made me like triggers triggers can be there are some good attributes to trigger but Mm -hmm. not really yeah because they take you to a bad place but if you learn how to um, re retrain or unlearn your reactions of how you deal with those triggers in the past, like you have to to heal that wound, whatever yes. uh-huh. is the original. Yes, and so got to get to the root of the yeah, core. You really do. Yeah, get you to do. The you root. really. Psych 101, I say that a yeah, lot. Like do. That's why I'll ask him, what happened when you were young? Right. Because it all stems from that. It really, it really does. does. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I can tell you, like, if, if I look at all my triggers, I can tell you. They're all from when you were young. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, like, I could not remember my, my childhood because it was, there was so much trauma and so much going on in my head. Yeah. But through counseling, as I begin to heal and, and touch every one of those areas it really helped me get to a place where it's like okay this is not the end of the world yeah i can do this you know and so but i i got really triggered by that guy and i was like oh my god and he 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 seemed like a bully yeah you know it really and my thing is like i'm a person i'm a protector yeah i'm not a bully i'm a strong person Mm -hmm. i will stand up for others Mm -hmm. My problem was that I wouldn't stand up for, for myself. myself. Mm-hmm. But all my life, I have stood up for everyone around me. Yeah. If I love you, even if I don't... Like, man, I don't even have to love you. Even if I don't know you, but I see if I see there's injustice mm-hmm. going on... You're going to say something. I'm going to say something. Yeah. That's just who I am. Yeah. And then at that, then I, like, try to look at, okay, what have they been through? And then this mm-hmm. and that. But now I'm like, yo... <laughs> Who cares what they've been through? Mm-hmm. They need to go deal with that crap. It's not your problem. And that's what I always say I, when somebody treats you like that. Like that has to do with their own insecurities. Yes. And they're just projecting it on you. Mm-hmm. Especially when they're, when it's consistent. and Right. You can have that talk with them. Like, oh, you know what? Mm-hmm. Like you, you know, I understand. I'm, I'm mental too. You know, <laughs> I mean, it's true. <laughs> yeah, we all are. But yes, we, you know, this is the way I deal with it. The best way I know how. Some majority of the time, it works for me. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it doesn't. When it doesn't, I do what I need to do. Right. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Suck it out, smoke it out, whatever it is. Suck it out, suck it out, whatever. Uh, But you know, however you 
cope as far as it's mm-hmm. not hurting anybody and it benefits you it actually benefits you right. you know it's not yeah. just keeping you stagnant um do it you know yeah. but um and if they can't you know listen and they yes. don't want to help themselves then that's on them yeah you know that's on them yeah so are there any places that you avoid because you associate it with like disappointment yes. Yes. anger yes. or whatnot yes i already have that answer okay i hate where i used to live i hate beauty texas really? i call that I, yes the house that we lived in when i was married uh-huh. um that's so funny because that's my daughter's that's her sanctuary uh, but me i hate that house because you went through a lot because i went through my darkest i always tell people you would think my darkest time would be when i lost my brother but it wasn't Uh because i had family and friends around me no when i lived there Uh i was in the country by myself in the middle of closer to austin not Mm -hmm. close to my family Mm -hmm. the only people that would come out and see me would be i had one friend and my brother Mm -hmm. And one of my cousins. Other than that, like, I, I hate that place. I hate yeah. it. It is a huge yeah. trigger for me. Like, to mm-hmm. go over there, I don't even go inside that house. Yeah. If I don't have to go inside it, I will not go inside it. But oh, yes, man. That's I place. totally feel you on mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Because where my son lives now, is I remember for the longest time, I didn't want to go over there. Mm-hmm. I would just go in the house because I rent it out. Mm-hmm. And so I would just go and, like, okay what maintenance does it have Mm -hmm. what does it need let's do it and get out and i would feel so triggered i didn't realize it at the moment but now that i think about it i used to feel like anxiety just going Mm -hmm. there and just thinking about it because it reminded me of like good times we had there but Mm -hmm. also the bad times, the the hurtful times and stuff yep and then even like in my own house like where i live now like now i'm okay yeah i have healed but I would remember things that I went through. I mean, you know, there was there were a couple of times where I thought I was gonna die. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so just coming in, it, I just felt that fear, mm-hmm. you know, and I would get that anxiety. And I had to like re I rearranged my bedroom. I don't know how many times. Yeah. Because that's a psychological thing, by the way. Just to make it, it look really different, you know, yeah. just so I wouldn't mm-hmm. feel that way. But again, it took therapy to get through it mm-hmm. and, and and get past that anxiety and stuff and and like i shared in i think it was a couple episodes back where i literally had to plant my feet on the floor yeah and do my breathing and tell myself you're okay mm-hmm. you're safe you survived yeah you're gonna be all right so, yeah yeah like um so do you have like any holidays or dates that make you feel uneasy not really uneasy i don't want to say but it's more of a remembrance Uh (laughs) and it's actually coming up okay so out of all the holidays easter was my brother's that was where we yes was Um, that his favorite that was his favorite he would we christmases because he was with somebody and her family was from like west texas we Mm -hmm. wouldn't always spend christmases together it was like um like when you're married you'd alternate you know same thing when with thanksgiving we'd alternate but easter we always made sure Mm -hmm. we were together for easter yeah yeah. so that's like it's not really necessarily a trigger Mm -hmm. because it doesn't trigger me in a bad way 
it triggers me in a sentimental way yeah, if yeah, that yeah. makes sense no yeah it totally um, does Come on. but other than that no 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 mm-hmm. yeah i think for me too um i had which one is it um with my grandmother um because she was the one that i really missed a lot um mm-hmm. it used to be oh no you know what honestly it wasn't even losing anybody um i didn't realize it um i think it was like maybe when i was in my 30s my early 30s Mm -hmm. i used to get sad like around christmas time and then i mean for one i lost my one of my brothers Mm -hmm. you know he committed suicide christmas eve and I thought it was that, you know, I yeah. thought it because it because I would I yeah. always think about him like it every time, sense. yeah, like it mm-hmm. makes me sad. I always think about him, and I always think about like how lonely he must have felt at that moment and all mm-hmm. that stuff, right? But it wasn't even that. And then I remembered one time, so I don't really like colored Christmas lights. <laughs> really? No. And I was like, I don't know why I prefer the white lights. Mm-hmm. I just. You know, I just have just because it looks classier. Right? <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. then I realized that the time. So when I was getting molested, mm-hmm. uh, my my sister almost got molested by the same man, mm-hmm. and I screamed because I didn't want it to happen to her. Mm-hmm. Like I, didn't, it was already happening to me, but yeah. I didn't want it to happen to her. Yeah. You know, I rather like it's already happening to me. I rather it just happen to, to you. Me yeah. Mind you, I was like four or five years old. Yeah. <clears throat> but I was already thinking like that, like a protector. And she told my grandmother, because I told, she was like, why did you scream, sister? You know? And I told her why. Mm-hmm. And so she told my grandmother, and I remember sitting on the couch. Christmas tree mm-hmm. was in front of us. The colored Christmas lights. And I was like, oh my God, that's why it makes me sad. Yes. Because that was the moment that I felt... I'm alone. Nobody's going to protect me. Yeah. Because he was saying I would never do that. So she was like, are you sure it's him? Are you sure like that he did it? And, and, and I felt like, and I was like, well, yes. And she's like, well, he said he didn't. And I felt like, duh, of course he's going to say that. Yeah. But that was the moment that I felt I'm alone. Yeah. Nobody's going to listen to me. Yeah. So, and that's when I started to begin to allow things to happen to me and not voice my needs or my concerns or when I was faced with danger. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? It was like, just let things happen. Yeah. And it sucks because it stayed with me for a long time. Yeah. Like, even now, I struggle with it sometimes where it's like... I see. I can see. I can... It makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, Christmas lights were a trigger for Colored me. Colored Christmas lights. <laughs> Colored Christmas yeah. lights. I'm okay with them now. They don't <laughs> yeah, make me sad. Yeah. Because I dealt, but because, all it took was acknowledging and realizing it, you know, and actually facing it. And then <laughs> writing a letter to that little girl and telling her, <laughs> Yeah. You're safe with me you're now. You're safe, yeah. Grown V got you. Mm-hmm. Like, I believe you. I know what happened to you. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to protect you. Mm-hmm. You know, so it was like, oh, it was a whole thing. Yeah. It's crazy. So, yeah, it was Christmas like. So, I thought it was like Christmas. But it In was, general. Mm-hmm. Hi, What? You're going to talk to? <laughs> you know, uh, my parents got divorced around Christmas time. So, for the longest time, my mom, 
she was bad on Christmas. Like, it was, she tried to tell us what a horrible holiday it was. It was oh. just, yes, like, it, af, mind you, this is after our great Christmases, and, you know, and so yeah. when they were no longer together Christmas, she didn't celebrate Christmas the same. So, for the first two or three Christmases mm-hmm. after my parents' divorce, it was weird. Yeah. I don't want to say it was bad, because... Our spoiled asses still got right. stuff. So I was grateful that we got stuff, mm-hmm. but it just wasn't the same. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And in our families, even though my parents were together, they still celebrated it. Mm-hmm. But because I always think like that was my mom's emotional damage that she projected on us. Because yeah. for the no, longest right. time up until yeah. I had my own family, I hated Christmas. Yeah. You know, and I was like, but why do I hate it though? Because yeah. it, it didn't happen to me. Like, I don't. I know my parents divorced, but I really don't remember that it was mm-hmm. around Christmas. But yeah. she's she was there to remind us, you yeah. know. Because so, I asked her one day, like, Mom, why do you hate Christmas so much? And she told me, like, yeah. well, that's what me. Dad loved me. And, oh, <laughs> you gosh. know. So, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, maybe you should see somebody. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. I can see that. Yeah. So, A lot of people yeah. do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can see where. She's like, and it's like one of the, supposed to be the best holidays. And it's just so depressing for me. And. I was like, I understand completely, but don't make it depressing for us, you know, because it wasn't until I had my own kids that I started to really embrace Christmas again and get in the spirit again, Uh you know, before I was just like, oh, it's Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, And that's sad because parents have such a powerful Mm. influence on their children. Mm-hmm. So when you project your depression or your your trauma onto your kids, like you're causing damage to them. Yeah. So yeah, it, it was all her depression and yeah. her unresolved mm-hmm. issues or or emotions. So that's crazy. Um, do you have any relationship triggers? Well, I know you said like mm-hmm. when men are condescending. Men are condescending. Um, I, I I haven't encountered it I left it before I could continue it I I see one thing I guess I can say is a red flag that I do not ignore is when a man is violent or he has a history of violence Uh or he will make comments like when I tell them about a friend or they witness a friend get in an argument with her boyfriend or her husband or whatever Uh and he makes comments like if that were me and you i would have hit you i would have beat the shit out of you you know what i mean like that you don't even have to do it sir goodbye (laughs) you know what i'm saying like yeah you don't even have to do that it's just you know that's yeah. something that that trick. Like I said, I don't let it get to that because as soon as that happens, it's like deuces, you're out. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. No, I agree with you. Um, I I feel like if a man is too controlling, like if I notice, stop it, baby. If 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 he comes off like he could be a controlling yes. person, mm-hmm. like that that gives me anxiety. It'll trigger me because it reminds me of my ex. Mm-hmm. Um, or if I see where they're like. Um, if they try too hard to okay there are some people that will try to make you feel like you need them mm-hmm. when in, in reality they, they need, need you, you. Mm-hmm. but they want to make themselves seem important and i like when i run into people like that 
you know one mm-hmm, person mm-hmm. it makes me feel so much anxiety and it makes but also feel like like i never struggled with anxiety before yeah but i realize i'm realizing right like mm-hmm. just recently that the trauma i went through in this last even though it's been like three years it's still pretty fresh though yeah it is but it really has brought on an anxiety in my life that i never experienced before Mm -hmm. i've experienced depression anger in an unhealthy way because Mm anger is not a bad thing Mm -hmm. but anxiety and i'm like oh my god i feel for people that struggle with anxiety it's horrible it is it's a horrible place you can literally have like i literally will have with or without meds booking or not i Uh if i'm if especially if it hits me unannounced Uh and i'll tell anybody around me oh (laughs) like those tiktoks i'm having a panic attack but it's true no i am like i'll be like all right i'm getting ready to have an anxiety attack just get ready for it because it's Uh that like that pressure of yes. like oh my god oh my god this is happening this is happening you know what i mean you like, feel like you're out of control yes yes it, you can't it, do anything no. and, and you're just all your head gets like all discombobulated like mm-hmm. a part of you feels like you're so out you're of paralyzed control. yes another part of you feels like run you know yes yes or like, another oh like, man like you're, you're all face. over the place yeah girl yes that's right like, like i have to sit there and literally <laughs> meditate because i'm yes. like I can't mm-hmm. make stupid mistakes. Mm-hmm. I can't let this affect me like this. Right. You know, it's yes. not that important. Like you have to calm yourself down. You do. You really do. Yeah. You really do. Yeah. So, yeah. The, I, I I feel for people that like struggle with really bad anxiety. Um, I know that also when I hear um, like uh, people, they start arguing and they're raising their voices. Mm, that causes mm-hmm. me anxiety as well. That's a trigger as well. Yeah. It does. It my, does. When I went to counseling with my kids, that was something my son said yeah. was a trigger for him was yeah. when voices get raised mm-hmm. with anybody, not yeah. just my daughter too. My daughter tells me the same thing. Yeah, if she sees like a couple and they, they could be playing, mm-hmm. or like they could be doing the horse play, whatever. Mm-hmm. Even it doesn't matter if it's a couple. It could be like just two people horse playing, but they're getting loud. Yeah, she she gets like yeah. anxiety. She'll get a panic attack. So yeah, it's crazy. Um, I also feel like. Um, I have like triggers with with women mm-hmm. like if they uh, try yes. to flatter me too much mm-hmm. or they're trying too hard to be yes. my friend I get very suspicious like why because yes. it happened to me yes it happened to me like this person was like oh my god you're so pretty you should be with like a, a guy that's like a trainer or something and and you know you I just see you with like a very fit man and blah 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 and she knew I was married and stuff but then she went and had an affair with my husband mm-hmm. that was not fit and all that stuff <laughs> no, I'm like, what? if you wanted him why you have to do this I gotta say something jeez I don't know where y'all stand (laughs) like I felt like she was trying to convince me to go cheat or something so that you know just Um, like weird yeah so I was like what the heck but but I feel like even though I I love women I get along with Mm -hmm. women I'm all for like for me I'm all about empowering individuals Mm -hmm. so women men young people children i'm all about empowering human beings Mm -hmm. but i've always been an advocate for women as well yeah but yeah i i I didn't realize it until now but um or or people that have victim mentality yes girl alarm bells start going off yes 
Yes, the victim mentality. Yeah, the victim mentality really triggers me. Yeah. Like, this is probably going to sound bad, but... (laughs) 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 When somebody comes to me with victim mentality, I literally want to punch them in the face. That's not bad, because that's what they're asking for. (laughs) I feel like that is one of the most selfish yes type of Mm -hmm. mentalities to have yeah very selfish because we've all been through stuff yes i say that it's like uh (laughs) uh what does kanye say uh and please don't tell me about your bill what is it something about that song uh you said it last time because everybody that had please don't tell me about your bills because everybody that has children has them you know what i mean (laughs) like you know, you know what you got yourself into. Right, you know right, what I'm right. saying? Yeah. And you know how to get yourself out. Now we say there are too many resources out there. Uh-huh. There's too many resources to do it for no cost. You know, yeah. um, educate yourself man, exactly. to get up out of that. If it's bothering you that much, you're going to want to get out of that situation. Yep, that's true. And, and I, I'm the same way. I don't. I don't like the whole if you're having a problem I'm I'm going to give you the advice and if it's right. if it's to the point where it's affecting your kids especially mm-hmm. not just you right yeah. and you're not going to take my advice and you're going to constantly be coming to me like hey, the same thing I, I, I don't want to hear it mm-hmm. I don't want you around me because you're not mm-hmm. trying to I understand it's hard to leave mm-hmm. the situation I get that but when it's right. affecting not just you it's affecting your kids it's affecting yeah. the people around you mm-hmm and you're not fixing it and you're not learning from your mistakes then that's on mm-hmm. you because you're just gonna dig your own grave that's you right know? i had um my um very good friend um the one that passed away mm-hmm. she she i remember her telling me one day she's like well how much more are you gonna put up with yeah you know like v when when does it stop yeah and the thing is like she was crying you know and she is not the type to cry but she was crying because it hurt her to see me in that condition and see me continue to put myself through the torment yeah. of being with someone that was just like destroying my image, my self image, mm-hmm. my just the person, the person that I am. Yeah. He was just tearing away at me. Yeah. And it was the two of them were working together it was insane i bet it was like that's gotta do a mental number Mm -hmm. on you and then i thought about my kids i thought about my daughter and even about my stepson because my stepson Mm -hmm. you know lived with me and i thought about them and i thought i don't want my daughter to think that this is okay okay yep and i I don't want my stepson to think that it's okay for him to treat women Mm -hmm. that way or even put up with that because Sometimes when you are uh, uh, um, growing up in that environment, you can either become that violence or become, yeah, or you become the the one that's the receiver Mm -hmm. of that Mm -hmm. behavior. And so I thought about that and I was like, okay, no, I got to do something. Yeah, I got to do something. I cannot do this. It's that's actually proven in psychology. it's more enforced on a man like they say he's either going to become exactly like his father or Uh the exact opposite so it's like a thing yeah Yeah, you either you become exactly what you saw or Uh you learn from it and you're like you know what i'm not i mean now don't get me wrong that you can be both but you're gonna be more on one or the other side you know what i'm saying yeah it makes sense Mm -hmm. it makes sense Mm -hmm. yeah and then of course um like 
the thing with the the triggers though where i catch myself and and i've talked to you know my counselor about it before is you know how some people have codependency mm-hmm. i have the opposite of that same. i'm more on the avoidance yes you know mm-hmm. same. like i can't remember the term for it but it's like more i'm gonna avoid getting yes. close to you i'm gonna avoid so vulnerability you mm-hmm. so you don't hurt mm-hmm. me and i hate that i don't like yeah, that yeah I, I i'm learning that too because i, I do believe in love even if it's mm-hmm. just in the moment mm-hmm. you know the moment can be a few months to a few years who uh-huh. knows but we gotta enjoy what gets thrown in front of us right, and that right. shows us that appreciation yeah. well yeah yeah so i understand i'm the same way yeah and then um of course i have also noticed like some of the 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 um bad things that come with triggers is like a big one for me is procrastination (laughs) (laughs) who you tell it and and the passive aggressiveness yeah (laughs) yep and then i've even seen where i have in the past even before um where i have avoided tough situations it's like oh no it'll get better it'll be okay Mm -hmm. i just don't like if i just brush it it under the rug Uh it'll go away you know or if or even emotions Mm -hmm. like if it's a tough emotion no no i I don't need to deal with that now Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know so i need like and the thing is like i have that self-awareness i always tell people yes there's power in that because once you are aware of your behaviors and how you're dealing with triggers then you can actually do something Mm -hmm. about it so you know me um i love the brain Mm -hmm. the brain is so sexy to me like i just want to lick it like (laughs) i know i've said that before that is actually called a socio what is it a sexy sapio there we go something like that i agree that's why i study psychology because i'm very much i want to get inside your head and know what makes you I guess I want to know the darker side because it lets me know why (laughs) you act the way. And see, and for me, I see a brain and I see potential. I see where there's dark stuff and I want to make it light up. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, I want it to, like, just to know. I feel empowered in knowing that we have pathways. Mm -hmm. And so the trauma, the triggers we have, because we continue to practice those different reactions yeah well every time we we travel on that pathway for that trigger we make it stronger yeah but the amazing thing is like once we realize that there is a negative pathway in our brain we're able to create new pathways yes and the more you use that new pathway that you created to have a healthy mental um, state of mind, the stronger that healthy pathway gets. And the less you use that negative one, the weaker it gets. You know, so it's like, man, I feel to me, I feel like it's so amazing. It is. Because I feel like I remember at one time feeling like I'm never going to get out of this depression. I'm never going to feel like I wish I wasn't alive. I'm never going to feel happy again. I just want to give up. Yeah. And then when I found out that I could change my way of thinking and that my brain was just so that neuroplasticity. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love that word. I love that word. (laughs) Then I started realizing like dude i'm not stuck in this mm-hmm. mental state of mind it is literally all in your head oh, it really like is. seriously yeah it is 
I'm like building all these highways in my brain. I'm like, that's why I like to know the darker <laughs> part, just because that lets you know what makes that person like yes. that. Yeah. Now it's up to them to decide if they exactly. want to change it or not. But what's that saying? Once you understand, once mm-hmm. you start to understand why people behave the way they are, yeah. you start to. Now, don't get me wrong. With acting like fools, it doesn't make it right. Exactly, it doesn't mean you have to accept it. It exactly. just means you understand it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. If they don't want to change it, mm-hmm. then you have the choice of going your own way. Right, and that's one thing that I have learned because not everybody is where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Not everybody, like wants to get better you know and that took me something a long mm-hmm. time to understand because i was i used to be the one believe it or not preaching like you should go get help and you should go get help <laughs> and you guys should go get help and you yeah. should go get help you know but i realized not everybody yeah has that frame of mind right. not everybody wants to change it yeah there's some people that they just live for the drama and that's mm-hmm. the only way they know how to survive that's their comfort zone yes that's mm-hmm. the only thing they know that's mm-hmm. all they're familiar with so that they don't want to get better uh-huh. even don't. though it's horrible place yes. to be it's their comfort zone yes oh that's horrible i'm glad that i got like over that so there you know some things um i know for me what helps me is the deep breathing the exercising um, even writing sometimes mm-hmm. um, that really helps me a lot um, what else? Um, I used to keep a journal and all of that has really helped me with my with my thoughts because mm-hmm. I was in a dark place yeah. for a long time so so when I was in a dark place my cousin it's it was actually a long time ago but it was when the iPad first came out oh. iPod I'm sorry iPod I, oh. <laughs> so she had actually bought me one uh-huh. and she put all this music on it and that's actually what got me a lot through that okay. time was I would listen to the music and it was really empowering music you mm-hmm. know it was back when Beyonce came out with me myself and I mm-hmm. and Mary J Blige <laughs> like you know I'm gonna be alright you know <laughs> <laughs> shit like that yeah, you know yeah, yeah. Uh, but that was I, speaking of that that was something that it actually got me through mm-hmm. it you know what I mean it got me through it and now when I listen to those songs I go I go back not in a way that's bad I just remember thinking when I was listening to this song at that yes. time I didn't think I was gonna make yeah. it I didn't think I was ever gonna look back and be like I can totally relate to yes. that now because I have moved on uh-huh. you know so it's a it's a reflection yes, but in a positive way exactly like you're looking at where you came from mm-hmm. and, yes. and the progress that you have mm-hmm. made that's awesome yeah yeah and, and music I, I I don't know if a lot of people but I know like I guess maybe as creative people mm-hmm. yeah music does it for us yes like mm-hmm. <laughs> don't don't put a whole, a whole bunch of sad songs <laughs> Crying. Next thing you know, I'm gonna be crying. Uh, yes, and that was one thing that I was like, I'm not gonna listen to this, but she's like, no, just listen to it. But it really was a lot of empowering, like yeah. I'm gonna leave you, and I should have cheated by kissing you. <laughs> right? All those songs. I, all those look, songs. I feel like that too. You know, like. Mm. Okay, so anything else you want to add about triggers, Miss Andrea? Um, just if you have them, acknowledge them and. You know, if you can, if you're ready, get the help you need. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of online counseling nowadays. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's different programs. I was looking it up, actually. And yeah. the cheapest one is it's $9.99 a month. And they do chats if you don't want to do. Uh, and they do online or they do, like, where you can video. Uh-huh. So, I just think, I think, uh, like I would say, everybody should try therapy once. So. Yes, I agree. And I I feel like um, people should not 
Um, like, don't think that just because it's virtual, yes. it's not effective. Mm-hmm. It because is. It really is. It because is. I did, I've done in person mm-hmm. and I've done virtual, and both have helped me. Same. You know, um, and I'm okay with the virtual. Like, mm-hmm. not, the first time I did, I'm not going to lie. I was it was like, weird. Same. Yeah, same. The same. Tele- I was the, the same way. I was the, like, the, I the televisit no, thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was weird. I was like, but I'd rather you be here. <laughs> Where's my couch? I know. Just I know. I want that comfy couch. <laughs> but it was actually really good. Yeah. And, and then it was more flexible. Mm-hmm. Like those people put in so many hours. Yes. But it. But she worked with my. You know, she was able to. Uh, you know, accommodate my work schedule and stuff. Yeah. But it was effective. It helped. Yeah, me. it is. It helped me. So mm-hmm. don't think like. And that's another thing. Like I'm glad you said that. That there is one for nine ninety nine. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. I can't remember the name of it, but I'll tell her. And if y'all have any, if y'all yeah, want to know, let, yeah, I'll, I'll yeah. let her know. But yeah. yeah, I was looking into it. That's oh, why that's cause, good. Because I didn't have my insurance for a while. So. Yeah. <laughs> no, and, and that was going to be my point. Is mm-hmm. there are people out there that want therapy, mm-hmm. but they can't afford it. Yeah, and that's unfortunate. Yeah. And then the other thing too is like. Um, and then and finding that right therapy for a therapist mm, yes, for you yes, is also thing. a challenge mm-hmm, it is. so when you're feeling depressed or you're feeling anxiety having to find your person mm-hmm. is another stressor it is, it is but be patient yes, you know and patient. do it it's worth it once you find and always one. be honest too. yes be seriously honest. Yeah, my therapist used to always know when I was hiding things from her. <laughs> she but would you just tell me, yes, yes, and yeah. that's what she would tell me. Like, okay, you don't want to discuss it. That's I'm not going to force you to discuss right. anything you don't want to discuss. Exactly. But you're just uh, what would she say? Avoiding the inevitable, uh-huh. you know. No, so, that's true. You know, it's true. Yeah, so. it's very true. Very true. So, um, all right. <laughs> so. Let's um, wrap that up. So okay. if you are having any um, triggers that are actually affecting your everyday um, life, like it's keeping you from going to work, mm-hmm. um, making you avoid um even healthy relationships even getting out of bed and yes. doing like the simple things mm-hmm. like going to hub or taking care of yourself yes like even showering like yes and, and my no, you're right. no you're right you're right you're yeah, right yeah some, some I, I know people yeah. that have called me and i've been like how are you doing and i haven't even gone out of bed and showered yeah. in like a week i'm like yeah Get no up. you yeah. know like at least take a shower i know and listen to asmr <laughs> shower <laughs> but but it's true though like yeah. if you are experiencing those things please seek professional help mm-hmm. you know because um, of course here we're sharing our own experiences and stuff and we're not professionals but we're sharing like what has helped us and what has worked for us but a, a therapist can help you and be there more for you and because it can get scary when you start opening up those mm-hmm. wounds and those thoughts so you need that support that sometimes you can't get from family or friends yes. it actually takes a professional because they know how to deal yes. and teach you coping mm-hmm. skills you know so that's all i wanted to say about that thank you for sharing and so now we get to go to our next segment oh hell no <laughs> okay okay i'm interested in this one <laughs> so oh hell no is you share a moment a story mm-hmm. where you pretty much wanted to punch them in the face or tell them to F off but this is just like 
but I didn't or what? But, I mean, you could have. Okay. But, you know, if you didn't, that's okay. You can still share that. <laughs> okay, okay. Let me think. I wanted to tell them to F off. I have one. You want to think about that one? Yeah, go for it. Okay, so mine was, and I have to be careful with the details. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My daughter reminded me. Um. Okay, so I mentioned, I, I, I guess now it makes sense that if, if I don't really know you or not comfortable with you, if you touch mm-hmm. me, I get triggered. <laughs> well, somebody said, excuse me to me. Now, granted, I don't know if they said it before that mm-hmm. and I didn't hear them. But this person said, excuse me, and like touched my shoulder, like to kind of move out of the way. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, <laughs> don't touch me. Because <laughs> then... Okay. Like, no me tocas. I was so mad. I was so freaking mad. And the only thing that held me back was because of the condition of the person. I can't even say because then, okay. It's going to give it away. Yes. Okay. Because she's pregnant. Okay. It was okay. a chick. Uh-huh. And that was the only reason that I was like, I'm not going to fight this person because she's got a little baby in the oven mm-hmm. and I just don't need something to happen to her. And at that, it was like a children's environment. So yeah. we don't want to do all that. But I really got so freaking heated. And it wasn't, you know, the excuse me. It was just like the way that that she pushed my shoulder. Yeah. I felt like it was disrespectful. Yeah. You know, um, and that's one thing about me. Like, I will get triggered if you disrespect me yeah because i deserve respect i will, I will fuck no you yeah up. yeah yeah definitely you know, i'm so, yeah let me <laughs> the most. Um, uh, what is it uh studio <laughs> what is it like on uh what's so, love got so to do with studio. it oh no that's a song <laughs> Numb hug, you know, that's what the Buddhists do, you know. I, 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 I don't know, at that moment, um, <laughs> that baby saved her life. The little baby saved her life. <laughs> I would say, um, I think I've talked about this, but I don't remember what. I don't think on here. Uh, mm-hmm. I had a quote unquote, actually, no, it was on my episode. Mm-hmm. I had a quote unquote friend who, um, I was talking to somebody Mm -hmm. and she got on my Facebook page and started looking at my friends and out of all the guys she could have hit up. That's fine. You know what? I get it. But don't hit up the one that I'm messing with. Not with your hoes. No. That's right. Exactly. They're off limits. Not with my hoes. And she, (laughs) out of all the ones she could have picked, she picked the one that I was messing with. The main Mm -hmm. one at that too. That was a girl yes so (laughs) he lucky for me um he said something to me and that was at first like i was kind of like you know giving her the benefit of the doubt but then my other friends were like that's some shady shit you know like that's very shady and that's when i was like i didn't say anything at the time but Mm -hmm. i was like oh hell no like Mm -hmm. why you could have at least texted me and asked me, hey, are you messing with this person? Right. You know, um, but no. Girl it was code. Girl code, and yeah. etiquette. Like yes. Just, you know? yes, just ask me. Jeez, I even would have shared it. Yeah. You know, but say something. Because uh, yeah, that's that me. Awesome. I'm like, like if, if if my, you know, one of my homegirls mm-hmm. has mm-hmm. a homeboy. Well, I mean, you got to ask. Yeah. You just got to ask. Because yeah. I've seen it happen before where women get into crap. And yeah. all you had to do was ask because I'll be like that. Exactly. I'll be like, hey, 
what's up with your homeboy over here yeah like, is it cool if i holler yes. you know, you're cool okay then then i'm if i have your blessing yeah okay that's all i need and, and like i said even if i am messing with him ask me i don't give a fuck i'll share him if i you know if he's got somebody else especially just say something don't be shady like that go behind my back and i have to hear it from somebody else yeah no, that's you know that's cool. not right so that's no, all hell no for me no Definitely. that's a big oh, hell no. mm-hmm. that's how people get hurt that's right that's right <laughs> all right so i have um one more question what would you do if you only had 24 hours to live <laughs> i've asked this one i'm glad i could finally got asked yay that. <laughs> i would <laughs> oh gosh i would have so much sex with as many men as the, the main that i would want i'm sorry the 24 main, hours okay the main two i would want okay i'd okay. spend maybe my first four hours with that then um <laughs> this out. Okay. right the first four hours would be um, okay. the other like five hours would be like just picking out on stuff you know like my last True, meal or whatnot right. Um, and Wait, then I, I, I suggest you like have uh, in those four hours maybe have uh, like snacks in between of some of the delicious stuff you want to enjoy. <laughs> yes, because if you try to eat all at once, you know, yeah, that's true. That's you know. true. And you gotta give you know give yourself a break like in between. I'm going anyway. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> but yeah, that's a good combo though. Uh, and then the rest I would just spend with my as cliche as it sounds my kids yeah, and yeah. just like go somewhere go to a beach or mm-hmm. go like i would live it up as much as i could to be honest as much as i could if i had 24 hours if i had 24 hours i would want to be with my family and my friends i would okay so i would want to travel somewhere mm-hmm, same. <laughs> like if i had enough money i would like buy a trip for my family and friends so we could just go somewhere and just enjoy our time and have fun yeah and um i would invite the guy friends that i'm attracted to so i can have sex with that's them. right <laughs> easy easy plan some hours put some hours in put some hours put in. some time in there you know what i mean mm-hmm. put some work in. oh some work. you know what another thing i would do everybody that got on my nerves and I would not kill them, but <laughs> I would tell them. But I'm gonna go anyway, so I'm just kidding. I you would tell, tell them, off. them off. Okay, okay. And I would post it publicly on social media. Too. I would not give a damn. That's good. That's a good one. I would. And then you know, again, I would remind my friends to delete all my text messages. <laughs> <laughs> but y'all can put my nice, gorgeous pictures, pictures out. Yeah. yeah, y'all can make money off of them. There you go. There you go. Money when you go. Uh huh. <laughs> All right, so um, if you, oh, what's the best piece of advice you've ever been given? <laughs> Date them all. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> it's Hunger Games out here. No, actually, <laughs> one, I, I can't pinpoint one except for this one. One of the best pieces of advice that I've gotten in uh-huh. recently was from my dad. And, and he told me that you can love two people at one time. Okay, <laughs> All right. Not, that has nothing to do with sex, though. But yeah. he said, like, you can literally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was something that I felt like 
um I knew it, but I wasn't reassured. You know, yeah. I thought it was a bad thing. And then mm-hmm. he explained to me, as you get older, older people understand, older, you know, yeah. people that do care about you are going to understand. And yeah. he did tell me, like, don't don't ever exceed your limit or anything. Mm-hmm. Like, don't love this person and this person. But you can love at least two people um, at one time. And it's okay because you have so much love to give. Yeah. You know, you should share it. If you can, with more than one person. Yeah. So, All right. Yeah. Polyamorous. Yes, there you go. Okay. <laughs> I think um, one of the the best one of the the best um, advice that I received um, was honestly from from my counselor mm-hmm. because I'm the type of person that. Um, I will stick to things like if I say I'm gonna do something for you, mm-hmm. even even if it turns out to where, like, it's causing me some discomfort or I'm stress. uneasy, stress. Mm-hmm. I because I said I would, I gotta to stick work. to it. Mm-hmm. And the and and so what she told me was, it's okay to change your mind. Yeah. And that just empowered me so much to know that I could change my mind because I didn't know that I could change my mind. Like, I know no, you we could, women. <laughs> I didn't give myself permission to yeah. change my mind. Yeah. And so that that was just powerful to me. Like, yeah. It sounds so simple. Yeah, but and it's something you didn't know how to sense. do. Yeah. But again, like it goes back mm-hmm. to my boundaries were broken when I was a little child. Yeah. My voice was taken. So and there are other things too (laughs) so um yeah so do you have any um a quote or anything that you would like to share that is appropriate or i think i had said it last time but i'll say it again Uh um because we had to redo uh I, I, one thing I live by is everything is temporary. And I don't just say that because everything is temporary. I say that to enjoy it while you have it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Appreciate it. Well, even if temporary means 45 years, it's mm-hmm. still temporary. temporary. You know yeah. what I'm saying? True. So enjoy those two years. Enjoy those seven years. Enjoy those 45 years. Yeah. Enjoy those two weeks. Whatever mm-hmm. the case may mm-hmm. be. Uh, enjoy the time the present i think that's something a lot of us a lot of us don't do is enjoy the present we're worried about the future or mm-hmm. we're worried about what happened in the past yeah, you know that's just true live in the moment and that's that's yeah that's awesome mm-hmm. that's good i love that so i'm gonna share something that i found just because i knew we were talking about triggers okay. but that that makes perfect sense because if we continue to live on the past how can we enjoy the now mm-hmm. and if we continue to worry about the future like again we said what if you had only 24 hours you don't even know if the future is going to happen mm-hmm. so but i i found this quote and it's from loving me after we and it's like a healing um type of I think she has a podcast or something. I haven't really looked mm-hmm. into it, but I found this quote and I thought it was good. And it says, heal your heart so that you can stop living at the mercy of your triggers. So that's a good I one. To, yeah, mm-hmm. I was like, that is true because yeah. a lot of people live at the mercy of their triggers mm-hmm. and you don't have to live that way. So you have permission to heal. <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, any shout outs, Miss Andrea? Um... <laughs> Shout out to my kids always because mm-hmm. they are supportive. Shout out to 
Shout out to all the teachers out there. Oh. I'm just saying that because school is like getting ready to end, yeah. and like I know they have it. Like you know, shout out to the teachers. I always give back. I think of my kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I know my kids. I know my kids. So shout out to the teachers. <laughs> shout out to the teachers. Yeah. That's all. That's no, all that's true. They they deserve mm-hmm. some shout outs because. They do a lot, and mm-hmm. and the thing is, like, they're with our kids more hours than we are throughout yes. the day. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, that's a lot. They're helping us raise our kids mm-hmm. without. <laughs> I'm getting ready to lose the the system that takes care of my son because it's his last year. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, now I have to cook lunch. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're like, you better learn how to cook, son. <laughs> he knows. <laughs> but nah, that's all I got on my shout out. All right, cool. Um, yeah, I want to shout out my kids for always being so supportive of me and just for loving me as I am um, and not holding holding my past mistakes against me <laughs> they're pretty good at letting it go they, i know they are i have amazing kids so i love them um and sure. and also i love you know my daughter-in-law my son-in-law because mm-hmm. them too like you know sometimes i want to fight them but <laughs> you know sometimes i gotta you know <laughs> she's getting a little trigger happy yeah, there yeah, I, I know, right? <laughs> but for the most part um we all do our best and and my thing is with them is like as long as you love my child like as long as Mm -hmm. you know my daughter-in-law loves my son and is you know handling her business and and my son-in-law is doing you know handling his business like i mind my own business yes you know i really do i I don't get interfere in their relationships but i love that you know i could also depend on them you know on my son-in-law and daughter-in-law so shout out to them as well and um shout out to you for taking the time thank you always and for sharing and being so open i appreciate it thanks for having me on always of course yay we're getting we're we're healing together that's right (laughs) (laughs) all right well that wraps up our episode and like i always tell you um if you need that professional help please please go and get that help and um don't delay you have it's an investment in yourself and it's part of self-care you know sometimes we focus on self-care as being like oh i'm getting my hair done my nails done my massage and all that but your mental well-being is part of your Mm self-care and if you don't take care of yourself you can't take care of anyone else so um remember also healing is possible healing is a process and healing is your responsibility so get to it And just like that, we wrap up another episode. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram under Voice of V. And the podcast can also be found on your favorite streaming platform. Make sure you click the add button. That way you are notified every week when a new episode drops. Thanks for all the support. This is your girl V and I'm out.